Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Life as a 20 Nothing. I am your host, Miola, and I'm so happy to be talking to y'all yet again, yet another week. If you are new here, welcome, and if you are old here, welcome back. And for this week's episode, I talked about it last week, and I said that I wanted to start a series for three weeks. Each week, I would focus on a new lesson that I've been learning in 2023. Last week, I focused on friendship lessons, and this week, I'm going to focus on health lessons. And here's the thing, I think people just severely underestimate how important your health is because I think a lot of people focus on one specific kind of health, like physical health or something, but there are so many different kinds of health. There's mental health, there is spiritual health, there is emotional health, there is physical health. There are so many different kinds of health and they are all so important to the contribution of yourself. So just like last week with the friendship lessons, there are five health lessons that I also want to focus on. So number one, Nothing, and I mean nothing, will work if your mental health doesn't first. And what I mean is that your mental health is the foundation for everything in your life. If your mental is not in a good place, it is very, very hard to keep up with everything else in your life. Because your mental is your brain, it's how you process things, it's how you think, it's how you really handle things. If your mental is not in a good place, it is just very hard to keep other aspects of your life seriously in check and in order. Your mental health, in my opinion, encompasses all kinds of health, like all of the health. So you need to have your mental in order if you want everything else to be in order. And let me say this, your mental is never going to be in order. My mental is literally never in order, ever, 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 ever. But if you want to at least progress really well in life, I feel like you need to have at least a handle on how you can function with your mental health. So with that, I mean, it doesn't have to be perfect, obviously, because it's never going to be perfect, but at least know how you process things and how you function so you can at least get everything else together in conjunction with your mental health, if that makes sense. Because nothing will be perfect. Your mental health will never be perfect, especially if you're struggling, you know, with diseases like mental health issues, crises. It's never going to be fully in order ever. I truly believe even if you aren't suffering like that, it's never really in order anyway for anyone. So as long as you just know yourself, you have to know yourself and know how you can function and process. And once you realize that about your mental health, then everything else will align because you will make everything else align around your mental health. Now for the second lesson, I have touched on this before, but I really think it's so important and I always talk about the story with it. So I need to talk about it again and again and again until it really resonates with everyone's brains. But it's listen to how your body reacts to people. Listen to how your body reacts around certain people. And I always say this story and I've said on this podcast and I'm going to say it again because I love this story. But I used to have this really, really close best friend way back in middle school and high school. And we were so close for so many years. And eventually when we got towards the end of our friendship, I started to realize that I would feel so tired and exhausted around her. Like when I was done hanging out with her, I would just feel very tired. My body would feel tired. I was always yawning around her. And I thought maybe I just wasn't getting enough sleep or something. But then when we stopped being friends, that didn't happen to me again. It never happened again. And later on in life, obviously looking retrospectively, I came to realize that it was because she was a very big energy drainer for me. So therefore my body was literally reacting to how our energies were kind of going together. And I just think it is such a cool, cool thing about health and about your body can seriously just give you so many messages when it comes to your intuition and your energy and just vibes in general. Your body knows all. Your body really will try to give you warning signs, even if your brain cannot 
fully comprehend what it is telling you. But retrospectively, you will think back and be like, oh, that's what my body was telling me. And I seriously did not realize this about my friend until many, many years later, probably five years later after we stopped being friends or four years later after we stopped being friends, I did not realize it. So if you do find yourself being around people and after you're done hanging out with them, you feel drained, you feel exhausted, you feel almost empty, maybe that's a sign that this person that you're hanging around or these people that you are hanging around are seriously energy drainers for you. Because it's very real and it's very possible and it's something that you have to be in tune with your body for to realize what's happening and to realize what your body is really trying to signal to you. And you obviously do not have to listen to your body. I did not even listen to my body because I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know what was happening. So I technically wasn't listening to my body and I still tried to power through it. But I think something that I believe just in general is that things will always have a way of turning up. Things will always have a way of kind of showing up in the limelight. And what I mean by that is even though my body was trying to give me these warning signs that this person's an energy drainer, they're not going to stay in your life for that long. I didn't listen to it because I just didn't know. But eventually our friendship did fizzle out. Therefore, it did end up coming to light eventually. It just didn't come into light the way that I thought it would. So moving into number three, sometimes the best remedy for your mental is surrounding yourself with people who love you. Surrounding yourself with people who care about you can sometimes be such a great just energy booster. And it's kind of perfect that I segued from the last one into this one because the last one I was talking about energy draining, but this one is an energy booster, at least in my opinion. Even if you're an introvert and extrovert, being around people who truly appreciate you and love you can help anyone. Every single person on this earth wants to feel appreciated and every single person on this earth wants to feel loved. So when you put yourself in a position to be around people who are genuinely expressing their gratitude towards you, that especially when you're in a really low place, can be so, so instrumental in your healing. Me personally, I love just being around my friends. I think that's how I re-energize myself. And also it depends, obviously, if you're an introvert or extrovert, because sometimes you need to just recharge by yourself. And that's what an introvert means. Oh, if y'all did not know what an introvert and extrovert really means, I also kind of just learned this recently. So maybe some of you didn't know, but it's not how you choose to spend your time, but it's how you choose to re-energize yourself and recharge. If you like to spend time by yourself recharging, that means you're an introvert. If you like to spend time recharging by being around people, that means you're an extrovert. It's not necessarily how you choose to spend your time, but it's how you choose to recharge yourself. So with that being said, yes, introverts are not necessarily going to want to recharge by being around people, but I still believe with your mental health, when you are in a low place, being around people and hearing people talk about how much they love you, they care about you, they appreciate you, is good for anyone's mental health. Extrovert, introvert, amnivert, whatever it is, it's good for your mental health. Because we can get so caught up in our heads thinking and doom scrolling and just kind of talking ourselves into this terrible state of mind, thinking nobody likes me, like I'm terrible, like I amount to nothing, like all of these different scenarios in your head and circumstances in your head are playing out. And being in your head, at least in my opinion, when you are going through a really bad mental crisis can be really, really damaging because you only have yourself to bounce off of. So you are constantly ruminating in these thoughts of destruction because all you have is yourself. So being around people who can tell you that they care about you and tell you that, hey, you're not crazy, but you are not as bad as you think you are. You are amazing of a person. Being around people who can tell you all of that stuff so you're not just hearing constantly your own thoughts can be so impactful for your mental health and it can really stimulate your healing process. So just be around people. Be around people who love you, who care about you, and who can truly maybe even talk you out of what you are going through mentally. I think that is just so important. 
And it truly can be the best remedy. And it doesn't have to be your friends. It can be your family. It can be your partner. It can be whoever makes you feel really, really whole and really, really good. If you crave academic validation, maybe talk to one of your professors, go to office hours, talk about that. Even just the littlest thing, however you crave that stability and that affection, find someone who can provide that and who can give you some compliments and validation. And that is a great remedy for your mental. So for the fourth lesson, it's simply just eat. I have gone through so many different disordered eating habits, and it's not healthy at all, of course. But one thing that I've learned in 2023 is you will never, at least in my opinion, if you are struggling with depression, if you are struggling with some kind of mental crises, you will most likely never have a fully healed version of eating if that's what you struggle with when it comes to depression. Because it's really, really, really hard to keep up a good eating habit, let's be real. Especially right now, if you're living at home or something, it's very hard because there might be people in the kitchen cooking at the same time as you. It's hard because sometimes you don't have the money to be able to go and cook all the time. So takeout's easier, it's more convenient. You are busy with life, you're busy with work, you're busy with school. So you will go through a period of time where maybe you just have to get takeout all the time. That's okay. That is okay. Because in my opinion, eating anything, even if it's junk food, even if it's takeout, eating anything is better than eating nothing. So don't let these gurus tell you, oh, you have to be eating this or blah, blah, blah. Just eat. Just seriously eat because the first baby step into getting a good, healthy relationship with eating is literally just eating. Then from there, once you are more stable, you have that paycheck, you have that house, you have that time, you have that stability, then you can actually go in and make recipes for yourself. You can actually do some meal prepping, whatever you need to do. But just eat. The baby step, the foundation is literally eating. Because if you feel like you need to eat a certain way, you are not going to eat. I'm going to be honest. You are not going to have a fully healed relationship with food. If you feel like you have to fit into these boxes of 35 grams of protein every single meal, you have to blah, blah, blah. And this is coming from someone who literally goes to the gym and really tries to prioritize that stuff. But I find it so difficult with the nature of how we are in our 20s to really be stable with food. It's hard. So honestly, eating anything, even if it's junk food, even if it's takeout, even if it's something leftovers, that's better than nothing. That is better than nothing. And it's the first foundational baby step that you need to getting a good relationship with food. And for my last lesson, it is do not feel guilty about having to recharge. We all recharge in different ways. As I mentioned earlier about the extroverts and introverts, we all recharge in different ways. We all like different things. We, some of us like to read. Some of us like to watch movies. Some of us like to be with our friends. We all recharge in different ways. Don't feel guilty about one, how you recharge and also what you need to do to recharge. If you need to isolate for a little bit to spend time by yourself, that is perfectly fine. Block that off in your schedule. Tell your friends, hey, I just need one day for myself because I haven't had any days to myself and recharge. Maybe have a movie night with some friends if you want to do that because it's still recharging but still being with your friends. Whatever you need to do, do it, but don't feel guilty about how and why and when you need to recharge because you need that for your mental health. You need it for your health. And just in general, as a last sum up, as a last conclusion, there are so many different kinds of health that I mentioned earlier in this podcast, but 
All of the things that I mentioned apply to every single kind of health. I said earlier, nothing will work if your mental health doesn't work. Also, listen to how your body reacts. That can mean emotionally, that can mean physically, that can mean within your stomach if you have little gastrointestinal problems like I do. To all my IBS girlies out there, of course. <laughs> um, sometimes the best remedy to your mental surrounding yourself by people who love you. That is emotional. That is also physical. Eating. That is physical health. That is also emotional health. And don't feel guilty about recharging. That is spiritual. That is emotional. That is mental. And that can also be physical as well. All of these apply to many different kinds of health. There is not one certain way to have good health. There are so many different applications that you need to use. There are so many different little categories with health. So this applies to all of it, all of it. And that is all I have for this week's episode. If you could follow the podcast account on Instagram at life is 20 nothing and rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify mobile app, I would be forever grateful. And I would talk to you all next week for a new lesson. So whatever you are doing, wherever you are, I hope you're having an amazing time.